You are listening to the Public's Voice Media. Hello and welcome to Uncut on the Public's Voice. I'm your host, Marcus Atkinson. If you listened to that last installment, let me tell you that I told you so. I told you there was a strong possibility that you would see more DEI commissioners removed from their post for simply doing their job. And lo and behold, Go Erie and the Erie Times reported that Tiffany Levette, Gwendolyn White, and Dr. Sarah Carter were all removed from that commission for simply doing the job that they were appointed by their respective county council persons to do. What is this really about? I really thought about this as I listened to Shante Pulliam talk about her program, Nurturing Hearts, because obviously GCAC and Nurturing Hearts were among multiple programs that were concerned about losing funding. And as she outlined the mission and the purpose, articulately, might I add, of Nurturing Hearts, she got to a point in her presentation where she talked about the scope of the geography that she covers, what schools she actually serves. I want you to hear this list from her own lips. And let's talk about it. Check the demographics of all the different schools that she mentioned. When she talks about she's working with at-risk girls in Erie County, and I encourage you to go and look this up as well because she articulates the need for it. She gives percentages and and stats from some very credible sources in terms of why this is needed, why this evidence-based program was launched in the first place. This is obviously a county-wide initiative. Well, if there's a genuine need And the statistics bear that out. And there's an outcome based program that's addressing these needs. How did her program, along with others, end up in the crosshairs of county government? When I worked at the YMCA Teen Center. One of my favorite experiences was Tammy Roach introducing me to the idea of impact tours. Simply having people that have given or are curious about the mission of your respective organization. At that time, it was the why. And having them go to different sites, talk to the staff, talk about the mission, talk about the impact that they're having on community. I don't care if you were a politician, if you were a funder, if you were someone who was looking to volunteer. These impact tours gave you an opportunity to make an informed decision about how you felt with the mission that they set out to accomplish. Do you want to give? Do you want to volunteer? Do you want to advocate for? Even as an individual, myself and Matt Harris went and toured the Women's Care Center. When I heard heard about the wonderful work that Jenny Haggerty was doing over there, I went firsthand and said, I'd love to take a look at the operation. We set it up. We went there. She walked us through, told us everything from start to finish. 
And although I had heard about it, I had a more profound respect and understanding for what she was doing after hearing it with my own ears and seeing it with my own eyes. Well, from an ESR perspective, Eastside Renaissance, a lot of people have taken the step to do just that. Let me go and see the work that's being done that we've read about in the newspaper. Let me see how they plan on being an asset to the community and to the city's tax base by trying to help, not solely, but by trying to help revitalize a commercial district in our city. This isn't a Democrat or Republican thing. You've had Republicans like Dan Laughlin and Mike Kelly come and tour, ask questions, try to understand. In one of the letters to the editor, Paul Gamble, who's a member of the board at GEDIC, made a statement that I think makes a lot of sense. He said the county executive is already disconnected from the urban core in the area and its diverse populations of people. That strikes to the heart of what I'm asking today. If not for firsthand information, if not for touring it yourself, if not for listening yourself in some of these sessions, what are you basing your decision on? to say we don't need to fund that program. I, that's a genuine, genuine question. Because as I pointed out, what's best practice, and we talk a lot about best practices in the city of Erie, what's best practice is to go and see here for yourself and make the judgment call. I've had the privilege, the privilege and the pleasure of meeting a lot of leaders from out of town that now call Erie home. And to a person, they all try to get to know different individuals in the community, different organizations in the community, especially if they feel that you as a person or that your group or organization is having an impact on the city in which they will be serving or working in. And whether it's setting up a luncheon one-on-one, -on -one, coming to events, taking tours of certain areas, all of these leaders have taken the time to become acclimated to the city to become acclimated to its citizens and to its servants, most importantly, so that they could ascertain themselves who are my allies in what I am trying to do for the city of Erie or for the county of Erie. And a simple litmus test is, is their work uplifting the city? Is it uplifting the county? And if so, whatever my new position is, be it appointed, elected or hired position. I want to plug into or incorporate their efforts because I'm here to make Erie better. That's the whole objective. When you don't do that, especially if you are in an elected position. As citizens, you need to ask that person, how is that the case? As Mr. Gamble pointed out in this piece here, you have a person and this isn't casting aspersions. This is a genuine statement. There's no real connection to the urban core for this county executive. If you look at some of the organizations that received funding. That are now in limbo. Over this battle between him and the DEI commission. Dissect the leadership and the missions of each of these organizations. How much of an education it would have been. For this person to come into office and say. Oh, you issued grants to these organizations, transformational grants. And so by default, this is what you're saying, that what the work that they're doing is having a positive impact on Erie and Erie County. Let me go see in here for myself. 
Does that not make perfect sense to you as a citizen? And if that doesn't happen, what is this all about? What are you basing your decisions on? I've said in multiple occasions that the way all of this is playing out should be of concern to any voting citizen in Erie County. Because this appears to be as simple as I don't like that. There are a lot of things that politicians don't like. That's why there are rules. The decisions of elected officials cannot come down to simply them wanting their way based upon their own personal preferences. That is a scary, scary proposition for government. What is this about? I couldn't tell you. What I can tell you is from an organizational standpoint, I know that we've never had an opportunity to even have our mission understood, to have our vision articulated, to be able to show the work that we're doing. And I'm quite positive other organizations are in the same ship. Why? I've heard it said on multiple occasions. This is about the taxpayer. I want to make sure that the taxpayer is treated fairly. I want to make sure that we're, we're being watched off of the taxpayer. Absolutely. And to the taxpayer and the voter. So what is this really about? And where are we going with this? Because as you're seeing on the news, this whole situation is just escalating and escalating and escalating. And there seems to be no positive end in sight because for whatever reason, it feels personal. If you're a leader with a voice, that voice should be raised and lifted right now to say this isn't it. If you're one of the voices that have said time and time again that this is one eerie, that DEI and everybody being inclusive and coming together is important to you as an individual, important to your respective organization, you need to be lifting your voice. If you've been excited about what's going on in Erie, if you've attended some of these meetings, if you've listened to people and you've heard hope in people's voices because it feels like things are starting to get done a little bit here, you need to lift your voice. Erie is in the valley of decision right now. I don't have to put words in anyone's mouths. I don't have to misrepresent anything for anyone. I'm asking you to analyze what you see. And for an elected position, people say a lot of things when they are trying to get elected. And then you watch what they do. This can't possibly be what we all hoped for. This can't possibly be what you want your tax dollars spent on. This cannot possibly be a sustainable course of action as you tear at the fabric of a community day in and day out only to have people retreat to their corners after spending years trying to get people to come out of their silos and come together there's no way in the world you can sit back and withhold your voice in this moment i'll say this in closing erie insurance issued a public letter and in that letter, they expressed their support of Gwen White and the mission of the DEI commission. There was nothing controversial about the letter. There was nothing salacious about the letter. It was professionally written. There were no personal attacks in the letter. None of that occurred. But they made it clear what their position was. And I'm asking you, as the leader of any organization, as a citizen, as someone concerned where are you at with all of this? And if you aren't okay with what you are seeing, how are you making sure that people know that? How are you making sure the county government knows that? Right now, from a community standpoint, we are on a collision course of destruction. 
and you need to very quickly declare how you feel about that. I'm Marcus Atkinson. This has been Uncut on The Public's Voice. Tune in next time as we analyze the affairs of the day to keep you informed, engaged, and involved. We'll talk to you next time. Peace.